you're practicing at the gun range for uh, any reason, you know that you need to be a good shot. Uh, you need to make sure that you understand what you're doing with your uh, firearm. Our Second Amendment ensures that you have the right to keep and bear arms, but the rest is really up to you. And that means practice, practice, practice. But all that ammo adds up, and so does the cost of shooting it. Uh, it's nothing these days to drop a you know, thousand bucks at the gun range. I mean, you really can do it if you need, you know, especially if you're actually keeping in practice. This is why you need the Mantis X. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system used widely by the military and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect with an app on your smartphone or tablet via Bluetooth. And then, whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry firing, uh, dry firing, you, you will. Uh, get instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having the firearms instructor you need right in your front pocket. And just importantly, it's going to save you a lot of cash. Start improving today. Uh, get your Mantis X right now. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. It's MantisX.com. It's patents too. Also in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Radio show starts here in just a second. Stu for Glenn. Uh, there's a problem with really clumsy Russians uh, since the war with Ukraine began. Uh, it, it is costing them dearly. We'll, we'll tell you what's going on there uh, coming up in 60 seconds. So are you feeling trapped by the amount of credit card debt you're facing each month? Are you tired of making the minimum payments uh, only to see the needle barely moving on that actual balance? It, it can be stressful. But if you own your home, there's a smarter way to tackle it. It's time to unlock the power of home ownership and see about using the equity you have in your home to pay that debt off once and for all. It's the kind of thing American Financing specializes in. They've been helping people just like you get out from under high interest debts and find freedom. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that is in it for you. They're saving people like you an average of $700 a month. Plus, you could end up being able to delay the you know, up to two mortgage payments. You could close in as little as 10 days. They make the process very, very easy on you. The call is free and there's no obligation. Don't wait any longer. Pick up the phone, call them, and start your savings journey today. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Right. Ah, oh boy. Uh, Christina Bayakova, 28-year-old vice president of a bank in Russia, fell from her window, uh, her 11th story uh, apartment window, uh, to her death on June 23rd. Now, 
I, I've tried to put out warnings multiple times to Russians to stay away from windows. They're just too clumsy to be near them, and right. they keep falling out their windows. Um, yeah, she was the she was with a 34 year old male at the time named Andre. Uh, the man said he was invited by her to have some drinks at the apartment, and then she walked out to to the window, close to the window, and suddenly fell and died um, after having criticized the war in Ukraine. <sighs> That's so sad. They they get, I guess, really clumsy after that happens. Yeah, and intend to take tumbles out windows. Uh, she's just the latest. There was also Dan Rapaport, a well known critic of Vladimir Putin, who was exiled from Russia. He was found dead after plunging from his Washington, D.C. luxury apartment building last August. Um, uh, his wife says that was not suicide. Others claimed it was. Weeks later, Russian oil giant Luke Oil chairman Ravil Maganov fell from a sixth floor window at a hospital in Moscow. Remember that one? We talked about that at the time. He fell out of a window at a hospital and died. Before his death, he had been surprisingly vocal in his criticism of uh, Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Then in December, the creative director of an IT company, Grigory Kochanov, plunged from his apartment balcony and fell to his death while Russian authorities searched his apartment. That must have been really confusing to him. There, There's Russian authorities there in his apartment looking for things, and then he's over the window tumbling out of it. I wonder if one of them tried to stop, you know, and help him, grab him before he he weirdly fell out of his window. The same month, a Russian sausage tycoon fell to his death from a hotel window in India just two days after his friend, also from Russia, died at the same hotel in the same way. A Russian real estate tycoon also took a fatal tumble down a flight of stairs while in the French Riviera back in December. Earlier this month, a federal judge, Arturim Bartenev, fell 12 stories from his apartment building and was pronounced dead at the scene. It's strange because some two dozen Russians, in addition to the nine I just mentioned, two dozen Russian officials and oligarchs have died under mysterious circumstances and... It has been named, the trend has been named Sudden Russian Death Syndrome. Oh, no. That's yeah. RDS? Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's sad. a sad phenomenon. It really is. You know, gravity <laughs> tends to win a lot of these battles uh, when you get too close to those windows. And you <laughs> yeah. also combine that with some criticism of the the war in Ukraine. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah. tend to get, things are slippery. Dizzy? You get dizzy? You get a lot of, yeah, a lot yeah. of dizziness. Those windows. Yeah. I think you get lightheaded because of your criticism. Yeah. Or Frankly. it could be the other way around. It could be that you get lightheaded and that's when you start the criticism. I don't know. Well, uh, maybe. Chicken or the egg. Right, in right. That, in Who that knows? case. Who knows? But it is interesting. And, you know, of course, it's something to keep in mind as we talk about the Ukraine war and appropriately criticize our role in it at times. Uh, it is important to understand that Russia still is a disaster. There's nothing to yeah. cheer on. They are... Mm-hmm. Uh, they, this is a, not a good group of people no. uh, in the Russian leadership uh, that do a lot of terrible things. And I think we get caught up a lot in, and understandably so, by the way, th- that you know our, our role in this is highly suspect at times. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going on there that are not good. We're spending a lot of money that we don't have in places all around the world that we shouldn't be spending. 
Um, you know, you can certainly make arguments that that there are uh, there are benefits to America from some of these things, but also there are a lot of criticisms to be made on our role and how expansive it's become. And I honestly, like my major criticism, this may be different. I don't know from your take on this, Pat, but like my biggest concern with this whole war is the people we have at the top actually making this situation not turn into World War Three. I mean, Medvedev, mm-hmm. the former president of, of Russia, was out in the media yesterday saying that it is likely this ends in nuclear war. Jeez. Likely. Not like it's an outlier possibility, but it's likely that's how this ends. He's the president of Russia. He's Putin's right-hand man. And not just some guy. Right. And that's incredible. It's, that's an incredible statement. It is. I should I should get you the exact quote because it was, you know, there the uh this is not uh he said uh it, it could use nuclear <laughs> yeah, you know we we had some fireworks over the past few days pat you may be going to prepare for more Medvedev says russia could use nuclear weapon uh to end war in a matter of days uh says mm. um uh, let's see in general any war even a world war can be promptly concluded either by signing a peace treaty or by adopting measures similar to what Americans did in 1945 when they deployed nuclear weapons and bombed two Japanese cities, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They undeniably uh, oh. altered the course of military campaign then at the cost of nearly 300,000 innocent civilian lives. Of course, this very pro-Russia uh, uh-huh. or pro-American view from Russia. Yes, right. Um, sure. It's kind of scary, though. I mean, it is scary. Um, the ex-Russian president, Dmitry Medvedev, also um, said a nuclear apocalypse involving Russia and Western nations is not just possible, but also, quote, quite probable, end quote. Quite probable. Quite probable. That's wow. even, I guess, going even farther than likely. Jeez. It's probably going to happen, according to Medvedev. Now, again, Medvedev says a lot of stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean this is going to happen, obviously. But like what I keep coming back to, the, the, the scariest outcome here is not us spending so much money even in Ukraine. It's not the corruption in Ukraine that is a huge problem. It's not uh, the, the Russians and how they act uh, in, in this war. Those are all really terrible things and stuff mm-hmm. we need to talk about. But the idea that the only thing between us and this quite probable nuclear annihilation is the competence of the Biden administration and the the restraint of Vladimir Putin. Those are the two mm. factors deciphering our fate at this point. I'm not sure which I have less confidence in. Right. Honestly, I have more confidence in the restraint of Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Only because he seems to be able to go uh, so far to really, really horrible, horrible places, but not he hasn't crossed this line yet. The competence line has been crossed 100 million times. Look at Afghanistan. We obviously know the people in the Biden administration are not competent. We know that. There's and, no. And then they turned around and told us it was the best job they could do. Best they could do. Couldn't have possibly gone better <laughs> in Afghanistan. And they're still saying that. Yeah. He, they're saying they're proud of what happened in Afghanistan. It could not have been avoided. That is their take on that situation, which we all know was an utter catastrophe. The most embarrassing foreign affairs debacle in my lifetime by a president and they're saying mm-hmm. it's the best it, they're bragging about it today so the fact that they could i mean the fact that we are currently sending multiple billions of dollars of weapons that are targeting russian uh troops 
in mm-hmm. Ukraine, and we have this sort of, kind of proxy war line, kind of. We're announcing every dollar we send over there. Mm-hmm. We're telling the Russians we're helping with targeting. We're tar- we're helping with uh, weapons deployment. We're we helping with strategy personnel. We have some personnel that have that are there. Mm-hmm. There are there are now Set tanks now. Mm-hmm. There are weapons going off in Russian controlled areas across the lines into Russia. Mm-hmm. All this is in my mind, and I know there's some that would disagree with this completely appropriate for ukrainians to do they can absolutely defend themselves oh after this country invaded their their territory they should do everything they can just as we would by the way if someone invaded us like this but Mm -hmm. we would not uh, uh demand that every other country on earth pay for it right Right. Right. And so I have a real problem with a lot of that. And, and I think there's a lot of a lot there to discuss. But the fact that we are de- we are depending on the competence of Antony Blinken, Kamala Harris mm. and Joe Biden to hold the line to make sure we are able to keep Vladimir Putin from doing these things and turning this into World War Three in his desperation i mean it is terrifying to think of that is where our our entire civilization rests right now at mm-hmm. any moment mm-hmm. vladimir putin would be like all right you guys have been saying you're not at war with us uh, i think you are now they're saying that stuff in russia but if they act yeah. as if we are actually at war with them our entire civilization is turned upside down overnight i mean literally everything we have uh, goes into a state of flux immediately the second that happens. And all the stuff that we rely on on a day-to-day basis goes into question. So much of it is produced in countries that are now friendly. Thank you again, Joe Biden, with Russia instead of America. Or China. Or Russia China, China, which is also yeah. friendly with Russia instead mm-hmm. of America. Um, so you have a situation where what, what happens to our supply chains? What happens to you know the, the future of the country? It is under under really discussed. concerning. It really is. The, the yeah. lines we don't that talk we're about. Right you're now. right. We don't talk about that nearly enough. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the supply chain items, by the way, that could be cut off are prescription drugs. Yeah. A lot of us are dead if that happens. Mm-hmm. Myself included. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> so, are kept alive yeah. only by prescription. drugs. Yes. Your body yes. is made up of eighty four percent prescription drugs. drugs. There's bone. Yes. There's some muscle density, and, and then, then mostly, mostly pills, pills, and injections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah. for so many people yeah. and it you know is. these are um, often medications people take on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. i know think about that I, almost all of the uh painkillers are produced in china almost all of of things like insulin and uh just every other life-saving uh medicine yeah cholesterol drugs of. cholesterol drugs. drugs yes uh, i mean it, produced in china and india and these are, and this is why I think the number one priority. This is I don't know that uh, this is the most widely held take, but I have this. This is a legitimate stew take, which mm-hmm. is our number one foreign affairs pro- uh, priority should be improving relations with India. Yeah, specifically India. They are yeah. now the most populous country on earth. They are actually somewhat friendly to Western values as far as capitalism goes. They're supposedly the world's biggest democracy. Yep. All right, let's take advantage of that. It has been transformed from a a country that had hatred Mm -hmm. at at times for Western values to one that appreciated them. I've said this before. I'll say it again. The the president of India and the Indian people liked Donald Trump more than Melania likes Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Like, they love Mm -hmm. the guy. 
Mm-hmm. I they mean, do. they and now we they've sided with Russia and China. Mm. Like Jeez. this should be our now. Luckily, yeah, uh, they showed some uh, familiarity with this idea. They had a, a big, you know, a state dinner, and and Modi was in town. And they've. Tr- it seems like they're putting some efforts into this. Though I don't, of course, believe they're capable of of maintaining yeah, this either. relationship. I don't either. But like China is China. We obviously know we're adversaries with them. Russia is another big power. We're obviously adversaries with them. You you have a country with the manufacturing capabilities. Mm-hmm. Of, of India, a country that's actually somewhat friendly to our value system, at least at some level. It's the most populous country on earth. It's growing faster than anybody else. Mm-hmm. This should be our number one foreign affairs priority. Yeah. Other than also, you know, standing up to what China is trying to do. Those two things work together very well. Mm-hmm. We should make them our buddies. <laughs> No and question. yet, what are we doing? We're turning them off. I mean, yep. the, the Joseph Robinette Biden administration has done nothing more than than take that relationship, which was dirt strong under Trump, as strong as it's ever been, and completely And would be it. again if oh, he yeah. were to be elected next year. Oh, yeah. Again, that's not for to sure. say that I approve of every one of India's right. policies. No, but There's all sorts of... Well, you go through that for, for days and days and right. days. He's huge in India. They love him. I, they, they love, love him there. Him there. Triple eight seven two seven back. More coming up in one minute. All right, call me crazy, but I, I, I you know, look, we all know that uh, occasionally people on this program, maybe that whose name is at the top of the program, are called crazy all the time. But his love for comfortable footwear not so crazy. And right now, my pillow is still having their massive closeout sale on their famous slippers. When you use the code back. You'll get all season slippers for just 25 bucks. These are usually like 150 bucks. So it's a huge savings. You are saving a ton of money and you are going to love these slippers. I have two pairs of my own. I love them. They're really comfortable. I wear them around the office. I, you know, like sometimes you'll, you'll find me in the 7-Eleven next door. I'll be in my, my slippers. And so what? What are you going to do? You're going to criticize me? Fine. Go ahead. Uh, You'll love these things. And uh, I will say... Yes, you will see Glenn also walking around town in his my slippers. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and grab a pair of the all-season slippers for just twenty-five bucks. Regular price one forty-nine ninety-eight. You're limited to ten pairs at checkout. Enter the promo code Beck or call eight hundred nine six six three one one seven eight hundred nine six six three one one seven. It's a great offer; it won't last long. So order now. Mypillow.com. The promo code is Beck. Ten seconds. Station ID. And Stu for Glenn today, triple eight seven two seven B E C K in Britain. Uh, they got the Wimbledon tennis tournament going on, and of course that had to be interrupted by boneheads again. Oh, uh, it's this is getting so agonizing. Any big event now, uh, especially in Britain, is going to be interrupted by these morons. Uh, here's here's what happened. Guys, about to serve. Please. Oh man, here they come. I'm not sure what it is he dropped there on the on the court. Was it paint? It looked like it was paint, orange paint. But they cut away and just went to a shot of the stadium so that they didn't show this douchebag. Rather than paint dust, but okay, paint it dust. is an intrusion. Yes. And it will need sorting out. <laughs> I love the British yeah. announcers. So great. And it will need sorting out. 
Yes, yes, it will. Uh, so he then went out uh, to the net and just sat down at the net, but they removed him, which I, was nice. I would prefer them going back to the idiots gluing themselves to things, uh, uh-huh. the patterns they had for a while where they would just glue themselves to stuff and then it would embarrassingly fail. <laughs> I, I liked that era. I, I think so we seem to be, now they're just ruining stuff. And you know what? Just continue with play. Have the yeah. have the, the professional tennis player serve the ball 150 miles right an hour. into his face. Right into his face. Love it. How many times is he going to sit there? How long will he sit there if a couple of balls hit him directly in the face like that? That would be fun. I'm guessing he would move. I'm, I'm guessing, guessing he, he would, would move. too. I hate this. Did you see they did this at the hurdles recently too? I can't remember what country it was in, um, but they they was in the the middle of a big <sighs> hurdles race, and the a bunch of protesters ran out onto this track while they're running while they're running and oh, put man. up like a a fake um, finish line that had like some dumb message. Again, I does anyone ever know over. what the message is? And we never know. No, no one cares. What is the message? And um, you're just pissing people off. Yeah. And and one of the one of the hurdlers is injured now. Oh, because no, they really? were they had to like pull up and like hurt their knee um, over this stuff. This is you don't know, pull up, run them over, run them over, run them over. Put them put their especially face if in the you're ground. just running. It's the you one. Know? It is the one time where unmitigated violence is accepted. <laughs> like if I was watching yes. this guy, did you see this? This is a couple months ago now. A guy decided to propose to his girlfriend at um, I think Wrigley Field. And ran out, got out of the field. Oh yeah, turned around, wiped, and he out. faced the crowd. And this guy leveled. leveled him under no other circumstance. Maybe mm-hmm. an active shooter. This would be appropriate force. <laughs> it's that, or you're protesting a sporting event. <laughs> you run out of the field, and they yeah, just have great. free will to be able to absolutely obliterate another human and they being. Did. They and destroyed you. Deserve him. every bit of it if you go out there. Yep, you do. I'm sorry, you do. Especially when it's some. Stupid climate protests. Yes. Stop it. And again, you're not gaining any friends or followers doing this. Nobody at Wimbledon is like, hey, that was great. I loved it when you ran out and uh, disturbed the match that I paid, uh, you know, $850 to attend. Yeah. yeah screw that was you. great. You're not making friends. And I will <laughs> say, you probably there make some paint dust onto a court, a grass court. The slipperiness of that, they probably, yeah. I don't know what they would even do to make that okay. Probably screwed things up. Probably screws things up. And this happens over and over again. And these people go out there and do it. And it's like, no one wants to support your cause mm-hmm. because of what you've done. Nope. It's the opposite. Nope. The direct and utter opposite. But, you know, these people are stupid. So what do you do? <laughs> I, I, I think they should continue to glue themselves to stuff. Just glue themselves to stuff, and then you just leave them there. And you know what? Uh-huh. Eventually, enough people just sit there with their hands glued to a floor and, and, and wind up being uh, skeletons after a few weeks. <laughs> and they'll stop doing it, is my guess. Yeah. Is it's also guess. kind That's of funny point. when the police remove them and it tears the skin right off their hands. <laughs> Oops, the Glenback program. And it's just hurtful. We shouldn't. Oh, my gosh. No, it's mean. Yeah. I'm going to go out on the limb here and make a bold statement. Uh, It shouldn't cost you an arm and a leg every time you want to throw some steaks on the grill. I don't know. It's a crazy idea. When you do, you should be grilling with meat that was sourced in the United States. Our farmers, our ranchers, they work hard for your business, and they're still the backbone of the American economy today, our way of life. 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and ranches, and for every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. It's over a million meals so far, so you can do good while you eat good. Head over to GoodRanchers.com. Use the code BECK for 30 bucks off any box. 
With Good Ranchers, you can feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat you're putting on your grill and on your plate. Make this summer one to remember by starting it with American meat delivered to your door from GoodRanchers.com. Now, if you go to GoodRanchers.com and you use the code back right now, you're going to get that 30 bucks off any box at GoodRanchers.com. American meat, this is the best stuff you're going to find, and it's right here from America. GoodRanchers.com. The code is Beck. By the way, Glenn's new book, available Tuesday. Coming up this Tuesday, go to Glenn'sNewBook.com and pre-order it. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. Welcome to the program. Glenn is out uh, for the next couple of days. He's back, I think, on Monday. His book comes out on Tuesday, by the way. It's called Dark Future. It's a big deal. Uh, uncovering the Great Reset's uh, terrifying next phase. It is really thorough. And if you don't, uh, if you haven't read this, uh, the first book in the series, I think you uh, you can pick this one up here and still uh, know what you're talking about. But you've seen so many people talking about you know ESG scores and. All of these sort of concepts, the World Monet, uh, World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. um, all of these things that maybe you don't, you've heard Glenn talk about, you don't know how all the, the background behind it. And even if you do have a really good background behind it, this is uncovering a whole new layer to it. It's called Dark Future. It comes out Tuesday. You can pre-order now and, of course, get the book on Tuesday in bookstores uh, everywhere. Uh, Dark Future by Glenn Beck. That's coming up. Um, Pat, you mentioned your uh, 84. We were talking about you being 84% prescription drugs a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wanted to uh, to point out to the to the audience who might be listening on radio. Uh, we're, you're listening to a very svelte Pat Gray these days. <laughs> I, I mean, you want to talk about I mean, I, can mm-hmm. I just say hot, you're, you're looking hot. You're, wow. you're 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 a hot male. So you're actually uh, hitting on me right a now. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a little worried that Jackie could be listening. <laughs> uh-huh. um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping... <laughs> Uh, there we go, like a little mm-hmm. romantic. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, it's it's look. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest with you. This Should is dim the lights a little about. bit. <laughs> uh, but you've lost how much now? Over forty pounds. Mm-hmm. No, Over forty like pounds. Forty five, probably. Now this came after a pretty serious health scare. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, it came mostly from uh, changing my diet completely. You know, and but then also, I think the, about the last ten pounds have probably been helped along by Monjero. Mm. which is a miracle drug to me, by the way. It's it's like Ozempic. If you don't know what it is, Ozempic, Monjero, and there's a new one, I think. What's yeah, that Wigovi called? Wegovi is one Wigovi. as well. Uh, yeah. that, is, uh, that one's particularly for weight, specifically for weight loss. Ozempic and oh, Monjero were, were for diabetes. Were diabetes yeah. But I think they're about to be, at least Monjero, I think, is about to be approved for weight, for loss, weight loss as well. As well. And they do, you know. They do it either way. Believe me, yeah. the people over at Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk do realize that people are losing weight and are very excited about the possibilities of this beyond yeah. the diabetes benefits. It's probably going to be a, even a much bigger moneymaker for them just for weight weight loss. Yeah. Right? I mean, if, I know. if you can just prescribe this for weight loss, it works. Because, uh, I don't know, it works in four different ways, I think. I, I, I don't know all of them. It helps you. It, it I think it slows down the digestive system so you're less hungry. Mm-hmm. That's one thing it does. Um, mm-hmm. And man, it does make, at least it makes me less hungry. I can eat maybe once a day. Uh, that's about it. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, there there's a little bit of a side effect of nausea sometimes, um, especially if you eat 
uh, too much. Too much. Yeah. Then if you overdo that's it. That's not going to yeah. be good. Yeah. That's yeah. not, not going to be good on this. Um, but what the thing it has done for me, uh, I was on four injections per day of insulin, four per day uh, since February. I'm on no injections of insulin a day Jeez. and just one injection per week of Monjero. One a week as opposed to four a day. Now, so, which one's better? Which one do you prefer? <laughs> Do you like the? Believe it or not, the one one a week. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah, I like that a little bit a little bit more. Yeah. I, it really is incredible, and the fact that it's it has unbelievable these benefits. You know, I, we've talked about this a couple times because I fought, was following these studies as they were coming through, mm-hmm. um, and they did these studies, and they were super long term for a new drug. I mean, it was like something like sixty eight weeks. I think was the Wegovy study. Oh wow. Uh, and. It was, mm. I think, 50, that's a long study. A long study for I mean, a, that's new, what, for a new drug. Five years, more than five years. Sixty-eight weeks. And we may need a little yeah. mathematics. Uh, oh, weeks. Weeks. Yeah, weeks. I was thinking sixty-eight months. Okay, okay, yeah, Sorry, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but it's sixty-eight a long, weeks is still long. It's still long over yeah, a year. Over a year, um, and it you know shows you don't have the obviously like you can never anything that's new you can never mm-hmm. rule out super long. People get into those worlds where they worry about every long term. Yeah, uh, reaction, but you know, you, you yeah. can never know unless you just want to never have maybe, a new drug. Maybe never, it'll rot out my intestines. We'll, we'll uh, see. We'll see. A year from now, I don't know. Um, but, but there's no signs of that. I mean, like no. the, the 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 profile is very, and it's been available for diabetes for longer than sixty, much longer than sixty weeks. It's been around for for a long time for diabetes. So it's, people have been on this for years and years and years now, mm-hmm. and have not had uh, any serious side effects. But what's interesting about it is the first study they did. Uh, was 68 weeks and people lost 15% of their body weight on average. 15% on average yeah, as opposed really to amazing. the placebo, which was like, you know, 1% or something. And then they ran um, the Manjaro stu- uh, studies. It came out as 22% of body weight. Again, you, you know, wow. that's significant, right? Like, that's yeah. a lot of... That's huge. That's a lot of weight for someone who is overweight. Well, if you're 200 and, pounds... You know, yeah. you're going to lose what, 44 pounds, 44 pounds, right? That's so a ton, it's a ton. And for people who are obese, you know, a lot of that ties into uh, diabetes. It has those, you know, nasty side effects. So curing this stuff, I mean, we are nearing the point here where we have essentially that cure for obesity. That is how impactful these drugs are. To the point of like where, mm. you know, the one thing that makes you, tell me if this has been an experience, Pat, but the one thing that they talk about where it, the one thing that makes you stop eating, think about like when you're out there and you're, it's Thanksgiving and you're just going to town, you don't care, it's the Super Bowl weekend, you're just pounding food. The mm-hmm. oh, There's only one thing that stops you, which is you hit that moment where you're like, oh, I can't eat anymore. I can't eat mm-hmm. anymore. It's not because you don't want to stuff more good tasting food into your mouth. It, your mm-hmm. body just tells you, good God, stop. <laughs> right? Yeah. This yeah. this series of drugs, and there's several several of them, um, m- make that feeling come like right away when you start eating. So you eat, yes. and it be- so makes you, you feel that way, mm-hmm. and so you just stop and yourself. You don't want anymore. You don't want anymore. Yeah, it's not like something. It's that's a big like, difference. It really is incredible. It's incredible. And they talk about it how there there is a uh, you know uh, the Ozempic and Wegovy are one like a version 1.0 and then the Manjaro which is from Eli Lilly that's like a 2.0 and there's another batch of these coming soon that is like a 3.0 that they say is even more like effective for weight loss one, and and they're coming in pills too not just injections oh, like this stuff is going well, that's to that's incredible yeah 
they they did a recent wow. poll that said 47% of Americans would like would would like to be on these things. This <laughs> is you want to talk about a big new market. Yeah. And this is what we've yeah. all talked about, right? We've all talked about that like idea of wouldn't it be great if they just had this pill where you could just eat what you want? Now, that's not exactly what this is like. I mean, I, you know, because you you don't want to eat all the time. It's not like no. that. It's not like a magic pill. But it does control y- your uh, animal instincts a little bit. It does. And they're saying now that these drugs are showing effects in other um, categories of, of behavior. Like if you have other addictions, it seems to help other addictions as well. Like it, what? Do like, we, like um, you know, smoking, for example. Really? Talking, now, this is just like early studies. I would, they would wow. not say that it's going to cure your smoking habit, but like right. things like uh, where you have habits that you want to turn around. I think I've heard this. Yeah. And and uh, uh, obsession, ob- compulsion, yeah. addictive right? behaviors. Yeah, yeah. They're saying it just what because that's what everyone talks about is how it calms the way you feel, right? Like it, yeah. it's you don't have that. I'm thinking about food all the time thing there are people mm. here that have lost 90 pounds on it 80 pounds 70 pounds you've lost 40 i mean mm-hmm. it, now yours was a little bit different because you you also had a big change in diet yeah but like uh, that's not even the case with a lot of these people I, I know a guy who lost who's lost 95 pounds on this stuff and you know it's a person who uh travels a lot who does not who you know he'll have a few drinks he'll go to nice restaurants like mm. it's it's living a lifestyle that you actually would want to live and still able to lose a lot of weight it's I, I, really it's incredible it really is and for all the beating that the pharmaceutical companies in many times uh deservedly so at, at times deservedly so yeah yeah uh they do a lot of amazing things too uh, and this is and this is apparently made in america right Monjero is made in north carolina mm. at least they they pumped $450 million into a plant yeah. in North Carolina. Yeah. No, they have. They're trying to because they've had They're all sorts to keep of supply chain the, issues. Yeah. Like they, it's, yeah. the demand is so high that... As you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, look, people don't want to be fatties if they can help it. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, and so... They, and you can help it now. You can. You can. Now... Incredible. It really is incredible. I, you, you just think that like eventually this stuff is going to come, right? Like where... American ingenuity eventually will solve a problem like this. It doesn't seem like the type of problem that's not solvable. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's been a hard Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, you you see how much money we throw at things like cancer and everything else. And look, these people want to cure cancer too, I think. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, they don't care. They want to keep these drugs going. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's a big economic incentive to cure cancer. Yeah. I think they want that money. You might make some money. money Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you came up with something to cure cancer, I think you'd make a few dollars. That's a big, hard problem. And it's, it's a and cancer is like they treat it like it's one thing. It's a lot of different things. It's hard. It's really difficult to to make mm-hmm. damage in that. When you're talking about something like obesity, it should be something we should be able to control. And now it seems like it might be, which is kind of kind of amazing that we're on that precipice. Yeah. of something of of curing something like that. And we do have a promise from a guy too. If uh, I'm elected president, you're going to see uh-huh. the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Oh. Uh, you think I'm, yeah, uh, you that's think, interesting. You think I'm kidding? You think I'm joking? I'm not. He's not, and that's why, of course, we built HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com because I wanted to keep right. a tab okay, on so this particular campaign. Is it promise. done now? Because it's been so, two and a half years. If you go, are we there? If you go to HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com right now, okay, you will see the question asked: Has oh. Joe Biden cured cancer? The answer right now is live because there's a live counter on that to keep track of every second of every day the answer right now has joe biden cured cancer 
No. Oh, wow. Cancer still exists as of uh, Thursday, July 6th. Yeah. Huh. Sad. It's an unfulfilled promise so far. So far, but it could happen at any time. Yeah. We don't know what kind of test tubes. I mean, maybe that's what the cocaine was there for. Maybe it was an experiment. (laughs) You know, maybe he was trying to uh, cure cancer. And he thought maybe cocaine would do the job. Maybe. Maybe he's just trying all the substances he has around the house. Mm -hmm. You know? It's (laughs) certainly a possibility. It's a more legitimate possibility than Hunter didn't do it. Yep. So there you go. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Glenn Beck program. Uh, all right, let's talk about our financial future because that's always fun. Uh, by the way, they they came out with the new job numbers today, and I think they won't, they said it was going to be like two hundred and twenty thousand, and it was like five hundred thousand. Like they <laughs> missed by a ton, and it shows that what they are trying to do to stop all of this inflation is not working. They, I was listening to an, a New York Times report, Pat. We were talking about the inflation numbers, and they're like, you know, inflation's coming down. The president's bragging about it. What, what does this mean, really mean? And even the New York Times was saying, well, here's the thing. There were a couple big factors built into that, which were gas prices and like certain things like eggs and everything else that had weird dis- you know, disruptions that really jacked up those rates. And the, the lowering of these rates seemed to have nothing to do with actual policy. It's just a few of these little factors that have come down at the same time, which show improvement, but have not really been driven by any of the stuff they've done and it doesn't they don't seem to have any control of this whatsoever if that scares you um which it does me think about the way they're spending and think about where we are right now do you want to look at your financial future a little bit differently and think about gold and silver precious metals such as gold and silver have been the best hedge against the insanity that plagues markets from time to time gold line wants to help make sure you've got some on hand uh you wouldn't want to wait too long to make that call uh, but you know check it out make sure you do your own homework and understand uh, all the ins and outs of this this week in honor of the 4th of july goldmine has a special on their betsy ross one ounce silver rounds with every betsy ross one ounce silver round acquired you'll receive this receive the same one ounce betsy ross in copper at no additional cost this is from goldmine you can get it now 866 goldline or go to goldline.com it's 866 goldline or goldline.com Glenn Beck. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn. I'm currently wearing my uh, repeal the sixteenth amendment shirt. Yes, there it is. Repeal the sixteenth amendment. Uh, I think we should repeal the 16th Amendment. It is the income tax one, in case you didn't know that. Our founders put a, into effect a a system to make sure when we really screw something up, we can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's uh, what the amendment process is. We can talk about, hey, let's lower federal income tax rates by 4%, and that'll be a really interesting discussion. How about getting rid of it completely? Repeal the 16th Amendment. Let's replace it with something uh, that is not taking your money anymore in this way uh we do not need to be spending all this money and we need to have a we need, we need to learn from the left a little bit they go for big things yeah we're like what if we could get the rate from 39.6 to 37 <laughs> percent what if we could do that that's that's about how how right? we operate yeah. it is yeah and i think you know we didn't the founders <laughs> planned this as a nation where it would be illegal to have a federal income tax that's what they wanted now, they mm. didn't get everything right at the beginning, but they got a lot of stuff right, and that one they got right. And we should not have something that incentivizes you not to work, not to earn, 
mm-hmm. that punishes you uh, for being productive. So let's repeal this. Let's get this out of here. I like that. Repeal the 16th Amendment. It's available yes, at stewdoesmerch.com. Code is stew10 if you'd like to save 10%. stewdoesmerch.com. So are you a fair tax guy? No. No. Okay. I don't want a federal. So you don't want I don't a, want a sales tax either. Okay. There is no reason we need to have. There, we do not have a revenue problem in this country. Okay. Yeah. We spend too much. We do too much. This is a way to change that. If you want your state to be able to give you all sorts of crazy benefits on top of the basic things the federal government is supposed to provide, mm-hmm. basic, then you can have a state that has a state tax that does, does that. You can, you, you can, right. And then you can, you can vote yeah. those people in and out as you please. You can have California and have 85% tax if you want. Mm. Go ahead. You can give everybody, you can run a socialist country completely over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to have a state that runs as a socialist country? Do it. It's interesting how socialist countries in several cases uh, have lower tax rates than we do. Yeah. Uh, which is frightening and ridiculous and insane. Uh, Russia, I think, the last I heard of their flat tax was 13%. 13%. Uh, that's incredible when we're paying what we're paying. And then, and then you're hit with double and triple taxes. And then at the end of your life, once you've accumulated wealth and paid taxes on it your entire life, then you get to give half of the half of your estate to the to the government after you die instead of to your children. It's a real fair system. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's they did a good job. It's really that. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just keep hitting you over mm-hmm. and over and over again, brutalizing you financially your entire life. And then when you die, they hit you again. Yeah, awesome. it's immoral. Really immoral. It is. All right. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up.